live. Live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I am the other host, Paul, and I am full of health and, for some reason, got a deeper voice. Yes, this is me. <laughs> Hello, nerds. Sultry <laughs> Paul. Yes. And we are joined by the charismatic enigma, the man of many names, the man that you watch on Twitch, the man you want to be, the man that will kill you with his eyes. Yes. I'm full of venom. <laughs> we are Jake. Podcast work. <laughs> Jake. It's Jake. The Jake says of that funny uh, Ramblecast podcast that you all should be watching <laughs> and listening to. It's a very good as well. So, yes. Oh, thank you, Paul. But yes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, yes, tonight is a good episode. It is one that we thought never would happen. And people doubted that we would do this because... Let's let's be honest. Like before we get into it as well, this film has had a lot of shit thrown at it. Some yeah. warranted, some unwarranted. But again, we'll get into that in a bit. So, Sammy, do you want to do your magic? Ooh, we're doing magic today, are we yeah, now? Sure. Oh my god! Don't show us an elephant well. trick. <laughs> well, this game's not on. I don't have to do the disclaimer straight away. Yes. So I'll ask the most important question of the week: How you doing and what you've been watching? Yeah, I survived COVID, so that's a Yay! <laughs> Yay! Did, yeah. Well done, well done. Bravo. The hero's journey. Yes. <laughs> Is now complete. <laughs> yes. So what have you been watching, Jake? Um, okay, one thing I was excited about, the uh, I saw a leaked little trailer for season two of Andor. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Michael not, was telling us. <laughs> not that it showed, like, a massive amount of stuff, but, like, it showed the important stuff that, like, you know, all the actors are coming back and people have got mm. new outfits. Ooh. And uh, I, I was most excited for the, the awkward sit-down with, like, Cyril and his mother. That happens a lot in Andor. <laughs> he's, uh-huh. like this, he's like this failure boy who, like, you know, uh, tries to bust Andor and stuff, but then he has to go back to his, his mother's horrible apartment. And sit and have awkward breakfasts with her. It's just good television. <laughs> I will watch the second season. Good. I promise. I promise. Well, the first season I'll watch. Sorry, I will go uh-huh. back to it. I will try uh, for the fourth time. But yes, um, <laughs> so you're be so excited for season two. So has, have they given any dates, release dates, or anything like that? Still 2024 because uh, obviously everything got shut down mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for strikes. Um, but now that things are starting to like open back up, we're getting more news because they uh, dropped that like Dave Filoni's taking over the 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 Star Wars, kind of like a Kevin Feige, Feige mm, kind of thing, where where he's like he's like the the brand Bible man right. <laughs> who knows all of like the you know all the characters and all of the where people should be in this movie. All right. Uh, but yeah, so that right. that should be cool. interesting. Cool. Well. Me and the Discord creeps have been chatting away all today because we've been watching the Squid Games The Challenge, which is just a trash <laughs> Netflix TV show based on the, the yeah. hit show, but it's basically set in England and there's people all over the world that are actually doing the Squid Game challenges for real. Yeah. Um, where they've got like squids that blow and explode, so it looks like they're being shot when um <laughs> when they like get caught moving or when they break the cookie. But it is quite intense in their contestants. All of them are complete bellends as well. So it's entertaining as fuck to see them fail. But yeah. uh, but yes, so that's been my entertainment as well. And 
Also, me and Jake's been chatting today about the news last night that broke, that broke the internet, that mm-hmm. WWE has brought oh. back the best in the world, apparently. Um, the best in the world. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk, and there's a lot of upset people. Um, yeah. Which is Seth quite Rollins being one of them. I saw that video. Jesus, I don't think that was kayfabe at all. I generally think he was pissed. <laughs> it just, it's a weird one, because... There's so many rumours and stuff flying out. I'm living for it because I love the drama. Um, mm. But apparently Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre are the two main ones that's pissed off the most. Like Drew stormed out the arena after the match because apparently the, before the match, the 10 people who were involved were told what was going to happen. So that yeah. was why they were pissed off at the end. But yes. So, yeah, because I heard some weird stuff where this happened like after... Like after it was on the air, sort of thing, as in they showed the little icon, you know, like the barcode at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was like after that because some news places reported he didn't show up because mm-hmm. they must have had their articles ready to go. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, so it was like that much of a secret that even half the wrestlers didn't quite know <laughs> until no. he was like walking past them, I guess. <laughs> I know there was a like picture yesterday afternoon with uh, CM Punk having lunch with Paul Heyman as well. So there's a lot of stuff yeah, flying mean, about, but yes. They always catch them in the airport. So I was trying to, mm-hmm. I was trying to tell Lee today in our chat because he was, he was saying like, does everyone know that the, mm-hmm. like, because it's. <laughs> that was actually a hard... really funny comment by Lee. <laughs> well, it's, it's true though, isn't it? Because when you're like on the outside, it's hard to know what's like announced mm-hmm. beforehand and what isn't with wrestling. Cause it's all so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just saying like, uh, the, they'll usually catch people in airports and be like, oh, oh, the rock's going to show up. He's been pictured in like SF airport or something. <laughs> I think the, the, the way they got around this time though is because they've been in Chicago, CM Punk's hometown as well. So he didn't have it's to fly be in, there yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I know there's things flying about saying they were thinking about keeping him for the Rumble to his first appearance because, but then they were worried that AEW were going to leak it and share the big <laughs> news. But all we know, like I say, this is, things are going to change now. Good or bad, we don't know. Mm. But I bet you tomorrow, tomorrow night's Raw will be the one the most watched Raws for a long time Guaranteed. in anticipation yeah. because of this. And that's probably the, the masterstroke that WWE or Triple H has done with this. But I think my worry is now is if you look at WWE's roster, there's very few people that I'm excited to see Punk work with because I think you had <laughs> you hit the nail on the head now. He's not at the level what he used to be. Even his AEW work, he pushed himself that hard to try and give give matches he couldn't deliver. He was getting injured all the time. Yeah. Like there was like there was like points where he could he couldn't even like lift people up for mm. like the go to sleep and it's like well, that's worrying, you mm. know, like for your mate, like, you know, your signature move and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he seems like he would be a perfect manager, like just friggin' because he, he can talk. Yes. <laughs> that, that's, I think that's his biggest um, win is his voice. Yeah. Well, yeah, he is... could, he's got room to grow on that because he has, he's, he's, he is a bit rusty. He's not as good as he used to be like back in the day. But oh, if you Python give him beers. a, <laughs> yeah. But if you give him like a weekly manager spot, he'll get better. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. see him getting better at wrestling at no. this point. Yeah. <laughs> that, that ship sailed. Yeah. But I know I don't because we'll probably have a full-on wrestling episode soon about this because it's a, it's an interesting topic. But mm-hmm. who would you want to see him wrestling now back in WWE? Who like what's the match that you could get excited about? 
I don't even know who's on the main roster anymore. I know I me don't and know. Sam are like the worst they... person to ask. Uh, feed him to yeah. Brock. <laughs> feed him to Brock. <laughs> yeah, feed... yeah. Give him to Seth Rollins. Doesn't he do damage to people's careers? Like maybe he just ends it all. And, <laughs> no, but you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it should be like he sticks with the legend type people, you mm-hmm. know, like the older crowd. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. have him do, ha- like have him do, I don't know, like Marquee can Austin still go? Can... Yeah, <laughs> can Austin have one more in him? I don't know. He, he, he looked impressive against uh, Owens that year. So that's what I mean. Yeah. Like and and like punks. Like they always said, Punk was the Austin replacement at one point, didn't they? Like, oh, mm. he's the new working class hero. <laughs> like, little did we know yeah. what he was getting up to <laughs> behind the scenes. How but, foolish were we? <laughs> but, but I know. Uh, talking to Don about like we mentioned a few names, but the only one that generally does fill us with a little bit of excitement is AJ Styles because I think AJ can have mm. a match with anyone. And I think mm. they could, yeah. their styles would actually cohesive and work. They're from but... similar like uh, like time periods when they were mm. famous as well. But uh, AJ was just kind of all in TNA while mm. Punk was coming up through like early WWE stuff, Ring I of think. Honor is, right. and stuff as well. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes. So Sammy, mm. sorry about that. So Sammy, what have you been watching? No, that was really, <laughs> no, it was, it was a good point because it all like literally happened last night. Um. <laughs> Do you know what I've been watching? I've been doing my homework. I watched the film we're reviewing tonight, and I watched the one that I did for Monsters coming up. Because she's a professional, guys. Professional, Sammy. Fucking fucking professional. I've been writing notes and everything, Um, like feelings as I'm going along. Um, Yeah, I've just been been making sure that I keep on top of what I am meant to be doing. Um, And watched the last season of Always Sunny again, Mm -hmm. um, because it's really short. And we kind of forgot some of the stuff that happened. So <laughs> that's really it. That is literally it. I have not watched a great deal. Next week might be a whole different conversation, given that I have a week off and a husband to take care of. So that's right, guys. Stay tuned for that. Thing is, up, these these part time podcast casters as well as taking time off from the show, having seasons and stuff. What the hell's <laughs> what the hell's that happening? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't agree oh, to gosh. this when I signed you up. I'm gonna have words here. Me and Jake's gonna have to take someone to town. Uh, <laughs> Paul's just gonna sit on his own and be like, "It's monsters. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Trek." Tell you what, I'd be terrified if I did that because Dan would come for me. You could just feel the anger. Yeah, it's not me. It's not me. You need to worry about. And good like the the. The, the horror lawyers would show up like friggin like Jason and Michael with the, the cease and desist papers and drag you out. Clipboards and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. So Sammy, do you want to do your disclaimer before we start ruining st- this stuff oh, now? Yes, yes, do I. Yes. So everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook page, the Discord page, or the comment section where we can have an open discussion. But what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom, so let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Well said. And we did get quite well, a my... few new uh, Discord creeps last night as well. So oh. hello, you new well, people, if you're watching. Well, my voice changed a lot through that, and there's a pretty good reason for it. And we'll get into it with this episode <laughs> as to why my voice changes quite often. Well, I said the disclaimer, but can I, before we start this whole episode, give you guys the tagline to this movie? That's yeah, cool. I don't think I know it. <laughs> you ready? <clears throat> Strength now, courage always, family above all, Batman 
and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get that. That, that doesn't come through. <laughs> that is the tagline for this fucking film. <laughs> right. So, because we all know, <laughs> yes. So we know that Jake loves this movie. Jake was born just at the perfect time when this movie came out. This was, yeah. I think we've had conversations. Was this your first real interaction with Batman or was it? Like... No, um, I'd, I'd definitely seen the other ones, but like, I think this was the only one I was like at the right age to like go to the pictures to see, mm-hmm. or, you know, like maybe I could have seen forever, but maybe nobody mm-hmm. wanted to take us to see forever <laughs> who knows <laughs> you don't really get a choice when you're a kid yeah um but no like i got caught in the like the his, like the amazing marketing blitz for this where they just blanketed every product possible like, like cereal like stuff was in all the shops adverts like mm-hmm. just anything that could slap like batman and robin logos on mm-hmm. and you know, like those Batman toys, uh, the sort of like the, a- the animated series toys, they look most yeah. like him. The retro room's got plenty of them. <laughs> I saw some the other day. Um, <laughs> like they basically just reskinned all of those to kind of match this a little bit, but they were like weird. Mm. Um, and I mean, you guys watched the movie, you saw all the toys that they were driving around on. Oh, <laughs> this, this was well, a big commercial for one, for yeah. a lot of different things. Um, no, but that is that is it. That's the whole point of this movie is that Joel Schumacher got told, "You need to make this." These are not my words. Toy mania. Right. So this <laughs> needs to be toy branded. Everything has to be toy toyomatic. Like it yeah. had to involve the toys. And when I knew that, it changed my whole perspective on this movie. Yeah, and like I it clicked. Loved it. <laughs> I th- the way I looked at it now, like because. Um, I remember the marketing campaign. It was probably the biggest marketing campaign for any of the Batman films, except from the original Batman. Because I remember when that first yeah. came out in '89, like that, like you had the Black Burger and stuff like that. It was just like in Whoppers <laughs> and everything. It was amazing. But when this came out, they started subtly. They started to like mm. this, the drip fade. Because this is when the movie trailers actually worked. They had the movie trailer mm. up. It was just a red screen, and you heard a little bit of music. And then you saw the bat symbol come up and then you saw the Robin symbol go over it. And then Mm -hmm. it faded out saying Batman and Robin. That was all we got from the trailer, the teaser trailer when it originally came out in the cinema. And I can remember, I forgot what movie I was seeing, but I can still remember like vividly that trailer. I was like, great, there's another Batman Robin, uh, Batman film. Hopefully it's better in Batman Forever because I, 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 that, 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 that's my kryptonite just because I'm not a big Jim Carrey fan. So yeah. So yeah. for me, that one was always a struggle. And I was like, yes, this is great. And when I watched it as a kid, it didn't tick the boxes for Batman because I didn't get all the jokes. I didn't get all the innuendos and stuff like that because <laughs> there's so many innuendos. This is I'm surprised Lee hasn't wrote like the, every single innuendo or joke from this film and used it because it is so... Um, so littered with them. It's fantastic. Yes, it, that was the word I was going to put all the puns. But... I remember this, but watching it back now, because I watched it last back, and I was thinking, this is such a love letter to the 1966 Adam West Batman. I don't mm-hmm. think it like people realise, like, this is the, uh, like, the big screen version of that Batman that we had as a kid. Yeah. And we loved that as a kid, so why don't we love this now? It's like, it's almost like the, like, the expectation for Batman changed somewhat, somewhere. 
And I don't know mm-hmm. why people kind of get lost. And I know I was having an argument with Lee about it and thing. He was like, oh, these things don't make sense. I went, it's a fucking comic book movie. It, it's, <laughs> it's not meant to make sense. Yeah. It's meant to be fun. You're meant to like feel the drama, feel the anticipation and just go with it and just enjoy it. Oh, yeah. And... Um, oh, sorry. No, Mike, that's fine. Just, to, just while you're on the Batman 66, that is literally the first feeling I wrote down on my notes was getting 66 Batman vibes mm-hmm. slash Power Rangers. I knew this was going to pop up. <laughs> it, you know that, that, it, it was the you know little... that hockey scene. Like yeah. that's exactly what would happen in the old show. Like mm-hmm. all the hockey goons would come yeah. out and they'd that's be like it. standing in the middle, going like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and that's where I got my Power Rangers feeling from as well, because yeah. it was the way they all came out, and I was like. Are these like putty men? Like, what is going yeah. on here? But yeah, yeah, and they're doing they're doing like flips and stuff. You know, like unnecessary things. They're not like yes. you know, they're not like murderous thug bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're like coming out <laughs> doing like hockey flips and like spinning around people and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> totally got sixty six vibes from it, and I literally wrote that down. It has such an Adam West feel mm-hmm. to it that I was waiting for the kapow, the kapoo, the kapow, <laughs> boom. Like, I was waiting for that to happen. I bet you, um, though, Arnie was doing it in the background. Like I said, I, I just, like, think, but Arnie's sitting there watching the takes going, kapow, wank, kapow. smash. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get this out of the way with now. I really fucking loved this movie. I really, I have so much to say on it, but I genuinely came out at the end of it yesterday going, oh, so fucking good. Like, I've had some, such great conversations with my husband while watching this. Like, how could anyone hate this film? <laughs> I think, like, Paul's hit the, hit the nail on the head there. Like, expectations for Batman have always been very high. And mm-hmm. I think after 89, they were, like, super, like, highest level. Like, we, we want, like, the serious Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Returns kind of like treaded the line, I think. Like it was a little bit of both, I would say, because it's yeah. it's it's serious and scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's plenty of comedy, but it's also like a bit black comedy at times, you know, like especially like anything Danny DeVito's doing. Uh, yeah. in the movie. I can still get like, he is Yeah, and like he he makes like jokes, but they're like the scary jokes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, like and I think like the Schumacher stuff, people mm-hmm. thought he was like taking the piss out of Batman, but Paul's probably right in that he was going like, "Oh no, I'm just trying to modernize the '60s Batman because like," <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. Like I do genuinely love this film. I'm glad mm-hmm. Sammy said that she loves it too because I I really couldn't tell if it was nostalgia mm-hmm. or not because like I mm-hmm. loved every second of it and I love the weird like designs of everything because it's like there's like Obviously, everything's like toyetic, as we've yeah. said. Yeah. But there's loads of weird that's like tech word. designs and architecture designs, like oh. that observatory. That's mm-hmm. like a guy, just... like a giant man holding it up like the observatory. Un- unrealistic architecture. So it yeah. is so toy related because I saw Arkham um, Arkham Asylum as I could picture it. I could <laughs> like picture that building. Uh huh. <laughs> I could completely picture it, and I was like, "There's so much un." realistic architecture here that it's so fucking fantastic to watch it and um, this was one of the first movies to use cgi the whole opening to the first i mean you can there is some very questionable scenes in this movie and um, but the whole opening to it is cgi but it's done yeah. it, there's some things that's done well like the cgi on the ice when he's shooting people with ice that's done brilliantly like mm-hmm. that actually looks 
better than some of oh, the CGI I... that you get today. Uh, like like the Flash, for example. Like compared to the Flash <laughs> to this, it looks yeah. this looks better. Um, this the weird where because when I was like looking back and doing research on it as well, like like the amount of hate this gets on the internet. Like we put a post up on uh, the Facebook groups in. What do you think of this movie? Just simple, not like trying to push the, the narrative or anything like that. Yeah. It was split down the middle. There was no one that said, oh, it's middle of the road, it's okay. They were like saying, I fucking love this movie. Oh, this is unwatchable. It was like crazy, like how people, elements. I'm, like I said, I don't love the movie. I think it's great, but I don't hate it at the same time. So I'm quite like, say, it's like middle for me. Uh, there's a lot of elements that get muddied because. It is very much a Batman comic book movie. It's not trying to be mm-hmm. um, a Batman movie per se, like like we've got. It's not trying to be um, like say the the eighty nine or Batman Returns. It's not trying to be the Dark Knight uh, mm-hmm. trilogy, the Chris Nolan's, and it's not trying to be the modernized ones. It was very much saying this is what the comic books were in the sixties and the seventies, where they were mm-hmm. overpacked, overinflated, a lot of things going on, and everything mm-hmm. trying to keep up. But I think. The audiences probably weren't ready for it now, but if you well, probably if you want if they made it now, they will be okay because we've had things like the Avengers, we've had mm-hmm. Justice League, people would be more accepting. But it, the narrative of the movie gets a bit lost when you're trying to like work out what's going on, because I did struggle watching it trying to work out what the main storyline was. Yeah, and when you think yeah. about it, the main storyline is pretty much just. The relationship between Batman and, and and Robin, which is simply on the title, which is, you should work out to do it, but you don't think of it that way. You think, oh, there's bad guys in it. Let's get no, um, like there's there's basically four stories all going off in one time of tangent. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, you've, is, got the, yeah. you've got the there is a, you've got the Mister Freeze I mean, part. Yeah. You've got then the Poison Ivy part, who's like trying to take over the world, but them don't really cohesive or, or fit nicely in my eyes. But again, if you take them no. out, it's interesting stories then. Then you've got the relationship between Batman and uh, and Robin or uh, Bruce and uh, Dick. And then you've got the Alfred story behind there as well. And that's like yep. the thing that's trying to connect all them together. And if you if they got to work, it would have been like like maestro work and do but that's a lot to do in a, a two-hour movie i think it was two hours and 20 minutes i think yeah two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a but yeah and you have you haven't even like obviously i know why you've forgot it but the, the throwback girl in as well yes. <laughs> barbara pennyworth fat girl she is, <laughs> she is not bad girl she is not my barbara gordon I was she feeling is. so bad for you having to watch that because I know how much you love Barbara. And that's the kept... thing. She isn't Barbara Gordon, isn't Barbara. Well, That's it. That's it. And I had to keep reminding myself, that is not Barbara Gordon. This um, is some new person. This is just, and I, I totally got what you meant by her facial expressions. It's She just played Cher again from Clueless. That's it's The whole persona was just Cher. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Oh, just... I just could, the, the amount I'll of lip curling for yeah. Alicia, like I couldn't believe it. it you <laughs> know what, it, Jake, it was the end bit where she turned around, she's going, It's me, Batman, it was me all along. <laughs> like, fuck no, you just, no, no shit. Well, they put what they put one beauty mark on her. That was our disguise, wasn't it? She had like oh, an no. extra <laughs> there's, there's a few scenes in it that are really um oh, bit pro- not problematic, but um sketchy. One of them being Alicia Silverstone when she jumps onto the bike. 
that is clearly not Alicia Silverstone <laughs> at all. <laughs> Different face altogether. Mm-hmm, and yeah. the best one, me and Ant had to go back a fair few times to watch this just to be make sure we were right, and I had to write it down. They when Chris when Chris O'Dowell. Oh, and Robin. Well, yeah. when Robin is in the water mm-hmm. after Poison Ivy's done her bit and she falls into the water and he comes back up and the Ivy's <laughs> pulling back down again, mm-hmm. that is literally just the tape rewound yeah. and transformed. Yeah. Yeah. And I could not stop laughing. We watched that at least three times. Yeah, I definitely picked up hilarious. on that as a kid yeah. uh, and thought it was funny. But like Lee mentioned that as well. And I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, it, it's probably because he didn't want to be dunked back under the water in his full rubber suit because like it would have all just went straight down the neck wouldn't it yeah but have you did you notice how many times they do dump him in water in this film like and and goo like he gets he gets dumped in the ice cream as well i guess that's what that's supposed to be like he must have had an awful time I wonder if it's because there's any like backstage like funny business being like, oh, we hate this this oh, Chris well, guy. Yeah, Let's like, chuck him in the pool again. Yeah, I think we discussed it. Like, there's rumors flying about that Chris Chris back at the time wasn't nice or easy to work with. Um, mm-hmm. it caused a lot of shit behind the scenes. But um, going back to like say Batgirl, let let let's get the the bad stuff out of the way first. Oh, let's, let's get the elephant out of the room. Because, like I said, um... they did do Batgirl dirty in this film. Like, there's certain elements that, Badly. when I was watching, I was getting, oh, it just it didn't sit well. Because they tried to make it this, like, feminist action hero. But then, they, in the Batsuit, they accentuated her. Tits actually had the thing, so it was making her boobs look bigger. Um, <laughs> she used the word when she was fighting with Poison Ivy. She was good. you chicks give us girls, women, bad names. It's like, oh, fuck off, pet. Just yeah, yeah. No. and they 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 also like it's you can say it's equal opportunities, but like they do show like gratuitous shot of her pulling her pants up, like but they do that for Batman and Robin yeah, as well, like true. when they get right suited at the opening up. scene. That is literally yeah. my first line. What is with the butt crotch, the butt and crotch <laughs> shots? What what is that all about? Because degeneration X was about. I'll tell you what, my auntie, my auntie loved that back in the day. That's who they were making that stuff for. Right. <laughs> it, was the, it was the moms who had to take kids to see the movie. That's it. It was, given, it was for the moms. Okay. Because remember, it was Val Kilmer before who was a heartthrob back then. And it was meant to be Val Kilmer again, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. again, Mr. Kilmer was incredibly awkward and <laughs> wanted more, and they just went. No, we're not taking you. When I was a kid, like obviously we'd had a couple of Keatons, but like I think because of these forever movies, mm-hmm. in my mind I was like, oh, like Batman is just like a different actor every time. Like that's kind of yeah. and and it kind of it kind of has done that again a couple mm-hmm. of times. Mm-hmm. Um but I never feel yeah. like the actor is Batman, which I know like a lot of fans are like uh like the Nolan one, like mm-hmm. that's my Batman type of thing. But I think, I don't know, I must have got conditioned by these movies to just be like, Batman's like a, a thing that every like every actor or generation gets to give a go on. Well, yeah. We were lucky when we were growing up as well. We had the Bond movies. Like, each James Bond yeah. had a different Bond and it wasn't like taking anything away. It was just a different style or a different presence. So yeah. that's why I could get on board with people saying, oh, you can't mm. recast Batman. Of course you can. Like, Batman... Mm-hmm doesn't have to be the same actor if someone's he's drawn d- completely different in different comics so, exactly hey. oh yeah <laughs> but um i think my biggest problem again i'll like see i'm gonna stop slagging it off but the, the biggest problem with uh, batwoman why the fuck did they give her heels i, I God, like, yeah. this is supposed to be like an action like suit like ready for combat yeah. 
and they give her fucking high heels. That was Alfred. Oh. Alfred gave her high heels because yes, he's he designs the suit apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, my brain just hurts with this character completely. Um, I would get into the 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 horrible side of Alicia Silverstone's treatment in this movie, mm-hmm. um, because I think it's worth bringing up. A lot of Batgirl scenes were cut, mm-hmm. um, right. so it doesn't really flesh out the Barbara story. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. what you get is what you see, and. A lot of people within the press, um, and I, I, I don't think the internet. I don't think the internet was a thing there. But mentioned her weight. Yeah, Alicia really? Silverstone put yeah, Alicia Silverstone apparently apparently put on weight, mm-hmm. and that was the reason they couldn't fit her into the suit. That's why she didn't have a lot of suit time. And Joel Schumacher, to his fucking credit. When, are you fucking kidding me? Do you honestly think I am going to make them decisions based on the fact that that girl had a fucking pizza? Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> I do not. I do not work that way. He defended her. I think the comments I read that he said were just, mm-hmm. he was, he was brilliant. I have a lot of respect for Joel <laughs> Schumacher in this, um, in this whole franchise, mm-hmm. especially with, he, he bended the will to do what the studio wanted for mm-hmm. this film on the basis that the next one, he could do a much darker version. He could do his version. And he wanted Kurt Russell to play Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. He hadn't he hadn't named his Batman, mm-hmm. but he wanted Kurt Russell to be a young Commissioner Gordon and they were going to take a darker route into it. And the studio after this went, fuck no. <laughs> no. That's not happening. Yeah, I think me and Sammy mentioned before this. This has the reputation as the franchise killer uh, for a long yep. time because not only did this kill off Batman for a long time, it killed off superhero movies like Warner Brothers and all the other uh, like studios after Batman and Robin flopped because it was a big massive flop compared to the others. Um, we're going to walk away from doing other projects like Superman got canned on the back of this. The film oh, that yeah. actually saved superhero movies was X-Men after this movie. So uh, if X-Men yeah. didn't happen, we wouldn't yeah. have anything that we've got now because this is this is what they actually nicknamed it the franchise killer, which isn't isn't fair on on what what they're doing. Because if you take a bit, take the elements in it, like I'll stand stand on I'll stand up and say. George Clooney is one of the best Bruce Wayans we have ever had on screen. Yes. I was going to ask you what you thought about uh, George Clooney because like I think he's one of the 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 better like Batman just in the acting mm-hmm. uh, side of it. Like fair enough he's not like a a martial artist or anything. Mm-hmm. Um but like his scenes I feel like are quite good and he can do the whole like like the dry humor thing mm-hmm. without cracking his face or anything. You know, like he's not like goofy Batman. Yeah. He says plenty of goofy stuff, <laughs> but like you can tell it's like they're doing it like, oh, Bruce is just like one step ahead of everyone. He's got the, he's got the joke ready to come out like immediately. <laughs> I think as Bruce Wayne, I love his interactions with people. His interactions with Alfred mm-hmm. was always great. Um, the way he was with, with uh, Robin, like say he was trying to like, be a father figure, but also not be a father figure at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. He had Bruce Wayne down. It reminded us a lot of the animated Bruce Wayne, like the Batman mm-hmm. the animated show. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the kind of vibe I got from him. And again, I, I 
I got hit to keep hopping back to the Flash movie. I was over the, like spoilers if you haven't seen it. Uh, I love that he got his little little cameo at moment. the end as well. So he got like mm-hmm. he got his own little moment in that just to like kind of say fuck you to the uh, to the fan base. Because let's be honest, we've talked about toxic fan bases throughout like oh, in other places. There is nothing. There is nothing like a DC fanboy. Oh. <laughs> oh, I have been on the back end of their comments. <laughs> but if you think about all the stuff that like. Because before this is before the internet as well. Like they were petitioned to not have Michael Keaton when Michael Keaton first got uh, cast as Batman. They nearly mm. rioted. They said Michael Keaton is a terrible Batman. Then when we left, they were kicking off saying, "Oh, they could bring him back." Uh, they kicked off with a casting for uh, George Clooney. They kicked off um, the casting for Chris O'Donnell, I believe. Uh, they went absolutely mega hot when Heath Ledger was cast as the Joker. I remember that. Yeah, that I was there for that. That was the scariest <laughs> yeah, thing I've ever seen that. on the internet. That was the most biggest, best turn I've ever seen. And then we've had recently Robert Patterson getting the shit for mm-hmm. uh, like the casting. Like they don't even want to watch the movie first, give it a chance. Yeah. It's like that. That's why like fandoms just drive me nuts at times. Do you think it? Like, obviously, like, none of us know exactly why people are that angry because we're not like those guys. But <laughs> no, is it something to do with like the physique? Is there this kind of like thing about, oh, it has to be like a tough guy? Does like, it is that, is always that why, have like, to be Henry Cavill? Yeah, is that, but, why, is that what the internet's saying? They just want is to have Henry Wolf, Cavill in it all. <laughs> and that, is that why Wolverine was just completely acceptable by like 2000 standards? Because it was like, um... oh, he looks like a hard man and my wolverine comic that i read he's a hard man so like i think i think you I might have i think you might have got a little the, yeah then the learn about hugh jackman and what he really enjoys to do and <laughs> they're like oh, oh he likes to sing yeah he dances oh. <laughs> well i had um i had this conversation with anth last night because i was like because obviously anth was there mm-hmm. for 89 and onwards and he, he lived it mm-hmm. like you did and he i says why why is clooney not a good batman in your mm-hmm. eyes, why would you think? Why do you say Clooney's not a good Batman? Because personally, for me, I think he's a fantastic Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. But he says he says it's the he can't change between Bruce Wayne and Batman. So he's always he's the same person. Yeah, there's no change. change. And I know like everyone had a bit of something to say about Bale completely changing his voice for when he's in the Batman suit. But it eventually I can't say the word, but it, it shows you the difference between mm-hmm. the Bruce Wayne side and the Batman side. And he said it just felt like it was so much lack and that he was just one note. Even though Bruce Wayne was perfect, it was just it it was one note all the way through in mm. from Bruce to the suit. I think it's hard though when it comes to like with you being an actor, you research a role, but we're not just mm. researching one role, you're doing two roles. It's basically a split personality. And I hate to say it, the only person that's well, I hate to say it, I, I, I don't know why I said that. I, the only I'll, I'll go out on the limb and say it, the only person that's got it right is Affleck because he's like, yes, he, he had Batman different to what Bruce Wayne was. It was a diff, different take, it was very 19, uh, 1990s. Um, Frank Miller Batman, and that yes. actually, I, I enjoyed it. As I said, I think Clooney was, as I said, exactly the same as Bruce Wayne as he was as Batman, but I think that was because of the scenes he was in. He was being seducted towards uh, Poison Ivy, or like I said, it's been the thing. Mm. His interactions with uh, Freeze were just m- mostly all fight scenes and one liners. Um, mm-hmm. And then you had the big uh, 
ball where the special guests were Batman and Robin, where you said, "Hey, this is the Bat uh, credit card." Um, yeah, they so, were like they were like goofing around in that scene, really, as mm, well, weren't they? So it's hard to mm-hmm. be like the the Batman, the scary Batman that mm. that that criminals were terrified of, because it wasn't that mm. type of movie. But if you go back, like Adam West, he was exactly the same as Bruce Wayne as he, he was. was as Batman. Yeah. Um, Keaton was a brilliant Batman, but not a great Bruce Wayne in my eyes. People's going to come for us now, but I don't care. No, no, <laughs> no. I, I, I totally agree with you. I think he kind of he kind of plays. He Keaton plays Bruce Wayne as like an oddball, doesn't he? Yeah. As if it's as if it's kind of like them, like a distraction tactic to be like, no one could believe this guy mm-hmm. is Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like in the animated <laughs> series, like in the animated series, it's just like the voice change is just like a sternness, mm-hmm. really. Like, so like mm-hmm. maybe they were going for like something like that, where it was like mm-hmm. it's just like a minute change. Like I don't need a growly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Batman. maybe it's more of like maybe... an authoritative tone sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> like for the no, animated I agree. one. Like maybe the voice isn't like a huge part of the Batman persona, but yeah. it kind of like it, it just gives you a bit of a change mm-hmm. from well, yeah, this I think, Swami Bruce Wayne to. This... I think a Commissioner Gordon would probably figure it out in this mm-hmm. universe. Way I faster. would like to think so. <laughs> I would really like to think so. You know what was um, really weird about Clooney's bat suit? It had like a really pronounced nose like mm. nostril holes yeah like it had like it was like rubbered up to his top lip with mm-hmm. two holes and i'm like that seems really uncomfortable to yeah. wear like i'm pretty sure every other batman it's just like a full slit isn't it but yeah. he had oh, actual yeah. molded nostrils that they, and they even like painted them with the silver accent when they had like oh. the snow <laughs> outfits on <laughs> you can you can thank rick baker for that right okay rick baker is the costume um designer and v neil is the makeup artist for this movie mind um, I, only I saw love, that because of the credits i love a lot of the costumes in this because mm. it's one of those it's one of those things we've lost probably because of this movie mm-hmm. if you're saying it's the franchise killer but like everyone now is like realistic outfits and like mm-hmm. uh, military inspired stuff for marvel yeah. especially um, oh, yeah. I love the goons in this as well. Like Doctor Fraser's goons were just hilarious. Yeah. Like and those neon guys yeah. as well, like the neon skull guys, yeah. who I think are from the first movie. Uh, so like it was definitely starting its whole like universe uh, continuity stuff. <laughs> the thing about the movie as well, which I've watched back and I've looked at, like it it is the ultimate cameo movie as well when it comes to the Batman franchise. Like uh, mm-hmm. Jesse the Body yep. Ventura's in it as yes. as a guard. Uh, oh, I was that him? Yeah, I, rec- that I, was I him. couldn't tell if it was actually him or um, someone. Yeah. He he actually has one of my favorite scenes where Freeze goes to clunk them together, oh, yeah. and then Poison. That was hilarious. But Poison Ivy goes to kiss the other guard, mm-hmm. and then he reacts. And Jesse reacts before she touches him. Yeah, like he almost <laughs> he so almost funny. pulls away. <laughs> but yeah, he can't. <laughs> you know, we resist them wilds. But um This um this this movie definitely started me off crushing on Uma Thurman. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh can we, I think can it's we just, get uh, into poison ivy a second? Yeah. <laughs> um I've just mentioned the I, other cameos that I didn't know about. Oh, I, God, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, that's fine. Coolio. Had a camera. No, I remember him. The, yeah. um, the guy. And, oh, you know what? Guy, as well, I had to pause it on that scene because I was like, "No, did I really just see that?" There's two guys dressed like Clockwork Orange standing next to <laughs> <Yes>. Coolio. <laughs> there's there's a fair few of them. There's a because there's a girl at the end 
who's like woo wooing, and yeah. she kind of like looks around like to see if she needs to stop woo wooing. <laughs> what was that? Uh, you know, the last who was chatting up freeze as well when the like the skimpy outfit was that thingy out of um it's Kill Bill Victoria Fox. Yes, yes, that was Victoria oh, was it Fox. Really? Yeah, and then you had Elle McPherson, mm-hmm. um, who yes. would just look fucking beautiful. Every one of the cast members got asked if you want to take something home. What do you want to take home? <laughs> so, really? yeah, Arnie said, I'll take the suit home. Mm-hmm. I'll take this home. And then everyone, and George Clooney just went, I'll take Elle home. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Clooney, well played. Um, did you know that we had a helm, a him in this as well? Corey Ham. Corey Ham. Corey Ham. Yes. He played Who one of the bikers. He? Uh, was, Did uh, he? Yeah, he was. Uh, you, I only saw it because I like wrote down Corey Haim cameo. It was a non-credited role as well. So okay. Was, oh wow, that's so, so cool. Oh, I like. No. I do always like that. You know how we get like stormtroopers that are like famous people, and yes. they don't yeah. really make a deal about it until like months after. <laughs> that, that's oh, you, it. You if I, if I tell if, everyone before it comes out. If I <laughs> ever had any street cred from what we do here, and it's like someone says, do you want a cameo in a Batman film? The way they'll not recognise you, they'll put you in outfit. I'll be like, yes, let me die on screen. Let Batman, let Batman yeah. kick my ass, please. But yes. You would have the most extravagant death scene just to be like, I'm <laughs> that's me, the bitch. <laughs> that's me, bitch. But there's yeah. some like, there's some really funny like action scenes in this film, just because I, I think like the only way the only way they do super strength is just by like throwing people on wires and yes. stuff, isn't it? So like there's like work, wasn't there? there's that part where Arnie's like gun gets stuck on top of a statue oh, and he just God. like throws that little guy up. <laughs> I love that. Um, but also did you notice that twice they make Arnie try and catch that giant freeze gun in his outfit. And both times he like fumbles it. <laughs> like that must have been really hard oh. for him to do. Yeah. Um, before I just I want to just talk about Uma Thurman for a minute so I can get it out of my system because yeah. everything else that mm. I have to say is just nothing but positive. Holy fucking she looked fucking amazing. I love yeah. how she looked. Like she I I hate the idea of cosplay and dress up. It just makes my it make for me, it brings out all my worst insecurities. I hate yeah. it. However, I would fucking do that as a cosplay. She mm. looked incredible. Your wife's issue, done it for Halloween, yes. Is the voice? Yes. Oh yeah. He changed the, her. Her. She was. She was a one woman. She was quite sweet and meek, and that was cool because it went with the whole, mm-hmm. you know, doctor thing going on. And then she was a nineteen twenties actress who sounded like she was coming. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then she was someone who was like all precious again. And then mm-hmm. she went back to being bloody. Oh, I just. I can't get my head around how many times she changed her voice during that movie. And she was, was like, so most, of unsettling. Our, most of our lines are like shouted as well. <laughs> like, you know, like, be like, we'll like as I told Daddy. Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug. <laughs> <laughs> More. Like, it, she just, it's like she couldn't figure out how she wanted to play it. So she was like, I'll just play it every way possible and yeah. let's just see what lands. And unfortunately, none of it did. To be fair, though, I, th- I think if you look back at the movie, she is one of the most... I And I know, I know it sounds weird because Arnie looked amazing as Dr. Freeze, but she is the iconic thing, like, viewpoint. Everything yes. always uses her as a reference point of what Ivy, got, like, Poison a, Ivy looks like. Got a different outfit every scene yes. almost as well, like a slight variation, like, even if it's just roughly the same. Because, like, I was thinking that, I was like, oh... 
like now she's got tights on it's like the same thing and then she has like the weird hair buns and a more like hands, more like plant-like stuff and i blame the, her for the, only... the, 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 the stupid eyebrow careers as well because she started the stupid eyebrows and everyone else has done stupid eyebrows since <laughs> we, i'm not i have no room to talk when it comes to eyebrows if anyone wants to go and have a look at my instagram circa 2013 yeah you can have a good laugh at that um however there's i I love it. I've mentioned this on Monsters. I've mentioned on here. I love makeup. I mm-hmm. absolutely love makeup and I love prosthetics and I love design. The one thing that really icked us, and this is just because of how much detail I look into it, her hairline was doing my tits <laughs> in because the side of the hair was not put down properly. So she's right. got a lace front. She's got the lace front on. Mm-hmm. Now, I know my telly is a 4K telly and it picks <laughs> up fucking everything, but this wasn't this was like a copy from how long ago and i can still see the edges going around where her lace front should be going in i was like oh that gives me the ick yeah that is my only one thing that i could pull away from that costume because the rest of it was just flawless far as it was so comic booky it was just such a fantasy mm-hmm. that i absolutely loved it did you um i think this movie does lose a bit from being hd mm-hmm. um because I was watching like the Amazon like digital version and there was like definitely parts where I was like, as a kid, I definitely couldn't tell like these bits were CGI. Like when they were falling out of yeah. the rocket doing like the surfing, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you can actually see where the CGI Batman drops behind Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then the real Batman pops back up to like film the next <laughs> bit. Yeah. And there was, it's, it, there's like whenever it does a close up on like costumes, like I noticed like uh, Arnie's, like he had, he had kind of these weird baggy, like gray pants on underneath right. his suit. And I was like, Oh, I've never seen that before. Like, you know, like I could, and I think I saw some like underarm seams on like Batman and Robin when they were like, yeah. you know, cause they do a lot of falling and then grappling hook in this film. <laughs> like that's a, that's a really common way to escape something. I think, I think 4k has a lot to answer for when it comes to oh, these type it? of things. Um, I one, hate watching um, reality one, TV because it shows us all their makeup and mistakes. <laughs> one film I would recommend not watching in 4k. And I know it sounds really weird because I love this movie as well. Back to the future. Cause really? you what? see all the little mis not mistakes, all the little tricks to do. So when mm-hmm. they've got Doc in the present, that you can see the makeup line on his neck where they've aged him, and like right. the fake skin, because uh, it's so clear, and you can see all the different like effects they've used to, like especially like Marty's mom and stuff, like in the thing. Yeah, it's, everything's like accentuated, and it just looks it looks lovely, but it's like, oh, it's taking away a bit of the magic. <laughs> it's like yeah. go back yeah. to the really, I don't I don't want to see that like the they lines. Should, they should maybe. They should maybe try and figure out like a filter you can do on like nineties and eighties movies where it just kind of smooths it over like a bit. Digitally, like digitally go, switch it up a type thing. But the minute <laughs> the minute I saw V Neil's name in the credits, I went, How fucking dare you? How dare you have let her go out in that wig like that? And then you criticize people on a fucking competition over sh- stuff like that. I was getting the nail um but the make i did think the makeup was absolutely fantastic not just on poison mm-hmm. ivy but everyone really it was so like i said yeah. with ivy very fantasy it was the bat family's eyeshadow was really nice yes <laughs> oh yeah i would love to do that i would love to be able to do that smoky kind of look um but mr freeze oh my God! See, I, want, I love Arnie in this movie. I was gonna. We'll leave Mister Freeze to to last because totally because cool. I want to I want totally to talk cool. about the true hero of this movie, the true the person who got 
like chat on a little bit, but <laughs> we got a comic accurate look being in this movie. Yeah. And I never thought we would ever get that as well. And even though oh. he's been relegated to a like a secondary thug, like a like a henchman, but I I I didn't love him as much as a kid. But watching him now, because I I'm a big fan of being in the comics. I'm a big fan yeah. of like like the being we get in like the Arkham games and being in the um like in in the in the cartoons that we get. And like especially in the Harley Quinn movie, uh, cartoon, he's hilarious when you got That's being hilarious. in that. Um, but having a comic accurate. Being and just going, fuck it, we're going to give him a luchador mask, as Jake's proudly got in his t shirt as well. Um, going full venom as well, like not just bullshit saying, oh, it's to stop him from feeling, yeah. but like making him a skinny guy and when you're pressing the thing, getting him like to venom up as well. <sighs> I fucking loved that and I thought it was brilliant how he looked and how he played this movie as well, especially when he was fighting the goons when they break into that place and they could attach everything around him. And as Jake said, he just goes, <laughs> and everyone gets like pulled away with yeah. wires. <laughs> um, my husband had very different feelings on this, Bane. Right. Um, a lot of people he, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He he was like, Bane's, he was just shouting the telly, he's an intelligent man. He broke Batman's back. <laughs> um, so he, did, he didn't appreciate it. I, on the other hand, absolutely loved it. Um, but what you got to think about of humanity. If, if you look at being of the humanity, but if you look at the, as you said, if we go back to this film, it's a homage to the nineteen sixties. Nineteen sixties being Wonder Broke Batman's back. Nineteen eighties being no. the like say the Tim Burton Batman. Yes, maybe, but no, we got the the colourful, the like we the got... bright and the just menacing. It's, it's weird though because like know being though mm-hmm. from the from the video games that that image yeah. of that, that you see that i'm looking at that looks like mm-hmm. the band from the comic like from the video games that I've yeah played. and like let's let's not like give the arkham games like more credit than the jew like you know he he's a video game boss that like runs mm-hmm. at you and you have to dodge out the way so he bashes into the wall <laughs> like they don't, really them, them once, they, they don't make them. <laughs> it's like when they have the Rhino in Spider-Man games. Like they're not making like these guys don't have the massive like pedigree of like this is a protected character that has to have his exact backstory every, the same yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. Like look at the mess they got themselves into in like the Nolan films. Like what the hell mm. was that? Like that oh, that being... the dark. Yeah, yeah but like his, <laughs> his backstory doesn't make sense in a real no. setting because it's like, mm-hmm. I know that I know they didn't want to do like Venom or whatever. And it's like, but what is he like? Just a strong guy. I got, <laughs> but yeah, this one is fun and they got a real wrestler to do it, which if yes. you're going to, if you're going to do Bane, uh, get a giant wrestler to to be him, <laughs> um, and I quite th- I I think it's like the ha- like her him and Poison Ivy have like a kind of cute relationship where she's not like mean to him. No, uh, no, no. But she was clearly like I can't really leave him to burn in this factory yeah, either. Like, um, you're gonna have to come with me. She she says one of my like, favorite lines. And she's like you know like being dear like clear up this mess <laughs> like you know like yes. we need some we need some light in here and stuff. She's so sweet to him the way that she talks to him. <laughs> and then when she's like fighting, I can't remember who she's fighting, and she goes, "Every poison ivy action figure comes with a him." And I just thought that was yeah. a fantastic line. I was like, "Oh yeah. wow, you've just." You've just cemented everything when it comes to the toys in this uh, movie. But as me and Paul know, you did not usually get free. No. You didn't get double action figures where they were oh, sold separately. <laughs> oh, we were talking about that yesterday, weren't we? About the whole 
dual action figures, but I love I love the neons greens mm-hmm. in this, yeah. um, how they accentuate all the wiring work in them, mm-hmm. and I just it, that's that was being for me. Like mm-hmm. if I was gonna picture being, yeah. that is how I am picturing. This was like really. This was really like in the nineties, this was all over like every kind of media that I enjoyed. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, like the criminal guy, he's going to get turned into a monster. Like, and then, then he becomes like a cool henchman type of thing. <laughs> like, so I was like, I was all down for this. I was like, I'll volunteer for the, the venom program. <laughs> yeah. oh, you could never, you could never be that mean that. though, Jake. Though. You're, you're the no, nice guy in the group. <laughs> Oh, is that the trick I'll just now? do whatever poison ivy says. <laughs> like I'm not above it. No. <laughs> to be fair, that, I, 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 would, I would, I would sub for uh, poison ivy. I'm not going to lie. Um... Oh my god, that woman is just absolutely amazing. She's very ageless in this. <laughs> I've just remembered a line in this movie that got me so excited as a kid, and it made us a little bit sad as an adult because I think mm-hmm. if they were like planning something, it was kind of like a throwaway line that kind of hinted up more. Um, and it's mm-hmm. one of the very first lines in this in the film where Robin and Batman are having a little bit of uh, like like little argument or a little tit for tat. And Batman just says, this is why Superman works alone. And that was the yeah. first ever reference we got like of, yeah. a, of, the, of the bigger world yeah. in the Batman because it was never mentioned. I think Metropolis might be mentioned in one of the other ones, but no actually reference to Superman, mm-hmm. Lex, or anything like that. And I don't think in the Superman films, Gotham or anything was ever mentioned. So when we no. got, said that, I was like, what does that My mean? What, 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 <laughs> like, what's the next step? And I was like, getting, I, I, I got quite giddy as a kid. I was like, yeah. oh, this, this is like... Well, you did get Lionel Luther in this movie. Um, Smallville's Lionel Luther is the mad doctor. Yes. Um, oh, really? But that, mad, yeah. that mad doctor is... Uh, an actual DC character. Mm-hmm. He was apparently oh, really? a bad guy. He's like a bad guy in Swamp Thing. It's like a very similar oh, sort right. of. It's a very similar sort of story where he's like a plant, a crazy plant professor. Mm-hmm. And I think they have retcon Poison Ivy sometimes, like in the Arkham games, sometimes be like Doctor Woodrow, like experiment on on me type of thing. But like, it it is it is cool how they do reference like some DC stuff that you maybe wouldn't expect. Cause I think in the first film when they're trying to name Robin as well, he's like, I don't know, maybe I should be like Nightwing, like Batboy, <laughs> like that type of thing. Oh. Like they do reference some stuff. Mm. Did you think it was weird as well? I totally didn't get this as a child when uh, Batgirl comes up and then he's like, is that very PC? Shouldn't it be Batperson or Batwoman? <laughs> like, that, yeah, that was, that was a weird a... line for the time. I thought yeah, that's yeah. like more that's... of a modern thing. <laughs> that fits in now, like the narrative that we're talking now. But it would never. I, I can't imagine how it could fit in when yeah. this came out. And I think there that's before she's like, "It's me, <laughs> Barbara. It's me, Batman. It's me. I did it. I <laughs> kicked Poison Ivy's ass. Like we had to be reminded. Like they were there. They saw it. Yeah. But she's oh, she's very self-centered. Yes. I did not like her. I do. <laughs> She's not. She's not my. She's I not my bad like girl. She's like, oh yes, I'm, I'll I'll do the technology thing, and it, like Robin's get, oh no, it's all broken. We have to do it upside down. She's like, trust you men to make it more difficult. I was like, well, there, he didn't make it difficult. He just said this is what happened. It's like, like fuck you, bitch. You, also, how the hell did them two get out from their little sticky situation of being dangling upside down? Because it was like. Oh shit! Like there's the bottom of the floor right there, and it's like, oh, hang on a minute, the next in the garage. Like how yeah. on earth did they a, get up? Because he's a, he's one of the magical Grayson Graysons, the flying yes. Graysons. They can do well. anything except from 
fallen in a net, a net apparently, but we, it's fine. We mentioned <laughs> earlier about the whole this is a franchise killer. Yeah. Killed another uh, movie that was going to happen after this. We were going to get a Nightwing movie. Yeah. It, so, um, with Chris or no whatever. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> yes. that, 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 that was supposed to be happening that as well. Went, that but went to be down fair, though, Swanee when this went down with this, it. This, this, is, this Nightwing has been planned since the Tim Burton 1989 Batman. Because you know oh, who okay. the original Robin was cast? Who actually still gets paid from Batman and Batman and Robin, yes. even though he never got... A single line, yes, I do. but he got cast. Let Jake guess, because I know who it is. Oh, no, I can't guess. I've got no idea. It's, it'll probably be the last person you could ever think of in the, the world. The last, yeah, it really would be. Marlon like, Wayans. Yep. No way. Mar- Marlon Wayans <laughs> still to this day gets paid for a movie he never fucking did. Never said a word. And he got cast as Robin, because that was going to be yeah. the, the, the first one. He was going to be just like the, the introduction that he was found. Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman and Returns, that was where he was going to put on the, the Robin suit. And then afterwards, he was going to be Nightwing. That was that was the plan to expand the Bat Universe type thing. Yeah, I think I think the whole Nightwing thing is it's another symptom of what we were talking about. Like everyone's everyone wants like the the buff, scary Batman, and they're also too scared to do Robin because they're like it's a little like it's you know like a little acrobat boy in yeah. like you know green tights and stuff, and yeah. it's like the Batman. Like the actual Batman fans, like comic fans, like they don't care. Like mm. if it, like it, they want it to be comic accurate, they're not gonna be embarrassed to go watch a movie with like Robin in it. But like no. everyone's like, mm, we'll do Nightwing first because he's he wears black. Oh. You know, like, he's cool. <laughs> give me yeah. Jason Todd. Give me Tim Drake. Give me them like, all. Let's they're always trying the to like they're always trying to skip the origin story for the embarrassing characters. Like I think yeah. Marvel gets in that trap as well, where they want to they want to gloss over it, and it's like, well, now it doesn't make sense. It does. <laughs> um, can I just have a quick chat about uh, Alfred? Yes. Oh yeah. The best Alfred. Him. Can we see it? The best, the best Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. yeah. The best yeah. Alfred. Um, who. I went down a massive went down a massive rabbit hole with his life last night. Mm-hmm. He was like he was 94 years old when he died. Mm-hmm. He was in 150 movies. That's his wild. resurgence came after this. Right. He became a Tim Burton actor. He's in Sleepy Hollow. The last thing he ever did was Alice in Wonderland, where he did the Dodo. Mm-hmm. Um oh. he was married four times. Um, Alfred God. Alfred was a player. <laughs> Alfred was a player. Um, but yeah, he was just, he was such an interesting man. And then like, I got more into like the character of Alfred mm-hmm. and I was just, I thought his story and this was like, that was lovely. Like yeah. trying to find his brother and everything, but also trying to make sure that Bruce didn't forget that he was also his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that there was the, the that the, the fact that oh my god, them flashback scenes were fucking hilarious. By the way, um, it just <laughs> yeah, it, just it was just like it would like <laughs> fade into the window behind him, and he was just fade sort of into staring. the bed panel at the back, and it's like <laughs> you know that music where it's like yeah, like it's too like it's far away. Like yeah, um, but I love the storyline. There was one thing that really I could not stop fucking laughing at. Why, with all the most top secret information in the world on a computer would you have your fucking password as peg and it'd be <laughs> right in front of the screen <laughs> so but 
like I said, that, that's always a questionable point. Was it Peg the woman or just was Alfred into pegging? We never know. We'll never know. <laughs> how old how old is Barbara's mum? Then that photograph looked like it was set in the 1920s, and that's Barbara's mum. But we never got any, but we never we never got any time scales of when these films were made, though. These could have been she was supposed to be in school though, yes. wasn't she? In yeah. Oxbridge. Oxford. And she had Oxford? she actually did not have an English accent. No, no, she did not. And, and, and her school uniform love... wasn't appropriate as well, because <laughs> Robin was being very inappropriate with her. Like, oh, he's so bad, isn't he? He's just like, please be looking for me. <laughs> Who opens the door? Wow, <laughs> that was uh, that was something. But I really enjoy him as Alfred. Like when you think of or picture Alfred in your head, I think that's my go-to. Yeah, is we, is we actually haven't had an Alfred like him for a long time. When mm. I think about it, because like that's obviously this is the one we grew up with. But mm. that's always what I want from Alfred. Like he's got like jokes, but he's like he's a proper like gentleman at the end mm. of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but he and- never knows his place at the same time. I know it sounds weird yeah. saying that now, but yeah. But he does like humanize Bruce where he's like, yeah. is that really what you you're really saying that? Like you don't you remember like this time? <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I don't know. He... I I'd, I'd quite like an old old uh, Alfred again, but have we like wait have we ran out of actors that would do it? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it, I I do it well whether like they play the butler but they don't try and because I think a lot of them try and play Batman's surrogate, like Bruce's surrogate dad. Yeah. Michael yeah. Caton was Michael Caine, sorry, was a very good Alfred, but he was yeah. too much like on the emotional side. And like Alfred totally. was very professional. Like he loved uh, Bruce, but he was mm-hmm. the ultimate yeah. pro. He had to know the line. Yes. And yeah. he had to draw the line as in this is where we are professionally, this is where we are personally. I thought and we Andy Circus was that line. A, I think Andy Circus, he was like good acting, but I think he was the same thing where it was more of like a father figure type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Bruce doesn't need a father figure. He never yeah. he just needs a guidance. He's up when he's he's up all night, so he needs someone to help tidy up after him and make him meals. Keep him company as well. Like <laughs> yeah. the company side, but I think because yeah. Alfred knows his parents. Mm-hmm. He's not out to replace them. He could no. never do that. So all he wants to do is just give him a little bit of guidance. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he portrays that perfectly where I think you're right. Kane is just far too emotional. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. It's just not the Alfred that I want to see. Yeah. And let's let's come on to the main event. The big guy himself. Yes. <laughs> like, so excited the, for the, this. The, the silver shiny wonder that was yeah. Dr. This... Freeze. <sighs> Oh, I love Victor. him. I love him. <laughs> 27 puns in one movie. And I was so tempted to write every 27 puns down, but you have to actually watch it because nobody has wrote all 27 down. You cannot <laughs> find them on the internet. They only do like, here's your top 10. Here's 15 of the bad ones. will be bouncing puns. around in my head somewhere. Oh. Like. <laughs> I have wrote a couple down. Um, obviously, the first one being the Iceman Gummers. I love that. Um, <laughs> Makes the... no sense either. <laughs> no, um, it's what, gonna be a cool winter. <laughs> I think his puns in um, was it the Running Man was much better, but yeah. What, yeah. what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice, Ice Age. Age. Freeze well, and my personal favorite. Stay cool, bird boy. <laughs> it's just the way he says bird boy, isn't it? Like it's 
That's my uh, favourite. You, you could tell You're he's right, just though. having the most fun as Arnie's ever had yeah. in any film ever. And in his personal life is having the worst fucking time. This is the time where he had the affair with the nanny and mm. got her pregnant. When they took a break on this movie, he went and had to open heart surgery to fix his valves and then no came way. back to finish it. He was having the worst fucking personal time, but looked like he was having the greatest time of his life playing this character. And because of that, I fucking loved it. I want a, I want a freeze action figure. I want that freeze action figure. Do you know, because you looked into the makeup, did they actually like shave him for this? Or was it all like bald prosthetics? Because when no, I he saw was... he had, when I saw he had like no eyebrows as well, I was like, oh God, like, did he really just like... <laughs> the, 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 you, I would have been able to see because of how high definition my telly is mm-hmm. that... It's a drag queen effect with the Paul no, with mm. the um you know, glue, glue type thing, yeah. Glue to go over the eyes to put them down, but you would still be able to see like kind of an imprint. Yeah. I believe he was totally and utterly shaven for this whole thing. Wow. There is no lines <laughs> going across. It's just like I I am a person who used to shave her eyebrows off, so I know how it looks. Um it's just you still have the arch, you still have the line there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, just no hair around it. He looked like that he looked yeah. he was perfect the only one thing that really bothered us was his contact lenses and i think that's because they were bothering him yeah. <laughs> because it, it's like one eye was like it could you couldn't quite control it and it looked like he was like trying to like move his contact lens around yeah um but that and it was a bit distracting but apart from that visually he looks amazing i, I like, pissed myself laughing so much adam i probably not on purpose <laughs> but to some of the decisions that allowed him to get we off like the whole thing about freeze his body temperature is ultra cold and it's not meant to warm up and he's sitting yeah. in his lair smoking a, a fat cigar i'm like Oh, yeah. and that would hurt his lips, surely, <laughs> like, eventually. <laughs> like that, that's pumping the heat this... straight in there. But, um... <laughs> there is some poor decision-making in this movie, One that that being one of them. The other one is when, you know, when Robin kisses Poison Ivy and then he pulls the whole rubber lip shit off. Yeah. Like, why didn't Ivy just kiss him straight away? <laughs> and, 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 like, are we really to believe that's how Ivy's, like, powers work? Like, it right. doesn't count if you get any in your mouth. Like, it's only, like, through lip-only contact. Oh, so yeah, so we found out that Robin doesn't, Robin doesn't swallow. But, yeah. Uh. Yeah, he, he, no, it, was, it was, like, a proper, like, grandma's kiss. Like, yeah. <laughs> like first lips. <laughs> oh, you're a good boy. Can we give a kiss on his forehead and stuff? But, but going back to Freeze, that outfit yeah. with the, like, you could tell that was built for a figure coming out to a store near you. Yeah. And I love the neon, the blue mm-hmm. neon in it. I absolutely, like, that was so eye-catching um, that I, I need this figure, by the way. Oh, so, you'll be able to get a fancy version yeah. by now, won't you? Like, um, yeah. I think there's an actual McFarlane one. Like came out because yeah. they've done Is like they've done a re-releasing a lot of the the Batman figures and stuff, so you can get like um, interesting. I loved his car as a kid as well, with the spikes coming out the front. Of course, he did. Yes. It was manufactured for you to love it yeah. that way because they want you to buy it. It's just how it like it's like very cohesive though, because yeah. it looks like a, a driving refrigerator, and it's got like it's got ice spikes on the front as well. <laughs> and he loads his freeze gun into it. Yes, it's just like it's perfect. <laughs> I love. What, what did you think of the weird Batmobile in this one? That I was like the full on. This, this was oh, me worst. Awful. This this was me worst Batmobile out of all of them. This one. Yeah, it's not even doesn't even get any screen time, does it? Like no. just like mm. two scenes or something. It it because yeah. I always like because like, form over function. Like you can look, make it look sexy, but you can have a reason for it. Like the Tim Burton, yeah. it was slick, it was powerful, 
It was like, and like, even the Batman animated saw was like slender, <laughs> hard. To find it. And, so. Yeah, but the, but this one <laughs> it was just like sure my kittens are still asleep. <laughs> this one it's kind of like, what kind of weird shit can we put it? Oh, we'll make it so it's like got big shiny lights and so that everyone can see Batman's coming in the dark. That we know <laughs> yeah. Batman's here. It's like oh, it's like it's like almost he's like there. a celebration that Batman's here. It's like no, you're not supposed to know Batman's here until he's kicking your ass. But yeah, and it had like yeah, it had like a rotating be... like fan thing yeah. inside, didn't it? Where it was like, <laughs> no, there I... was at mine. There was a few because obviously I don't know how much of this is like uh, production designers or if it was like Schumacher's mm-hmm. like big vision. But there was so many scenes where there was like some kind of like like a a, a rotating thing blocking some light beams coming in and like it just looks awesome. It makes it look like yeah. proper like comic booky yeah. and stuff like that. It, like, it it is probably. I know this is going to sound strange because all the different comic book movies we've had, this is mm-hmm. probably the closest we've ever had to a, a comic book movie that's been on the screen, except for yeah. probably yeah. Sin, Frank Miller's Sin City, which was basically mm-hmm. like scene from scene, like from shots of the the, the comic. Yeah, they did on. they did nail that as well, like visually. Yeah. Like I I hadn't even read the comic before I saw the movie, mm-hmm. and I could enjoy it on its own just for being like. This is like they've put some work into getting this looking exactly how they want it to. Yeah. Yeah. I um I love the transportation into the prison personally. The smeg fridge. He was oh, in the fridge. God. <laughs> Whoa. Um, oh, God. I absolutely loved that fridge. He came in. I was I even thought to myself, I my parents used to own a smeg fridge. That looks exactly the same. Then, Take the then... paint off. Yeah, and then get him into the cold beam. That's <laughs> like, a beam. He has to sit in a cold beam. <laughs> it was it was such a comedy moment where he clunks the two officers because he just goes, "I'm gonna get away." <gasps> yeah, and then slowly runs off to like people. People don't people don't like bonk people's coconuts together in real fights. We've uh, no. found out. Oh. <laughs> but um, that was probably my least favorite look for Arkham Asylum as well. Out of all the Batman's, yeah. just because it was like a, um, it was like Doctor Frankenstein's uh yeah. sacred lab on top of the hill. It's like ha ha ha. Yeah. It, it was. Some... <laughs> there was always a lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. But, it was. Uh, there was some incredibly unrealistic architecture in here. Um... No, but the thing <laughs> what I didn't like about it is like the fact that it looked like it was an old castle. Then inside that had the freeze wheel, this mega technology that could keep uh, Doctor Free of Mister Freeze. Uh, like sustain them. I was like, wait there, where have you got this technology? Couldn't you have not just knocked up a cell like with padded cells and shit like that? Yeah. Always winterize your pipes. <laughs> My God. What I what I thought was brilliant about the engine is when Bruce kind of like almost like, yes, you're going to spend your time in Arkham, but we're going to give you everything that you want, everything that you've been wanting to do and everything that you want, like you needed to do. We're going to give you all of that. Just because. Just because yeah, you, actually, just because you're not really a bad guy. You're just angry that, just that, because, you, that you couldn't yeah, save you your wife. Steal some diamonds and possibly kill a few people along the way to get said diamonds. But don't worry. We're going to give you everything you well, need because I am Batman. That's the thing, though. Did he actually kill anyone? Because remember I at the know. start, remember oh. at the start, Gordon's like, there's this new guy in town, calls himself Freeze. He's like... He said, uh, smashing up the, the museum. So, like, if they thawed everybody in the 11 minute timer, yeah, which the 11 minutes is very about. precise. You've got, got 11 minutes <laughs> yeah. until they die. 11 um, minutes. But no, like, to, to say something seriously good about that last moment, like, that's probably like the closest we get to like a nice, like, mm-hmm. Batman, like the one that exists in like I mean. the animated series where 
he'll sit down and talk to like the bad guy that's clearly like mm. immensely disturbed and be like yeah i kind of get it <laughs> you still have to go to prison but like i'm gonna relate to you a bit because <laughs> like he, he was he, he, he does was, say he was... some he does say some cool lines and stuff where he's you know he's just like oh like vengeance is like it's not like it's not power like you think it is but mm. like the power is to like give life not take it away and he's like yeah. Okay, Batman, <laughs> you're right. You, you've melted <laughs> my heart now, Batman. Um, he kind of does. The, um... he, he sticks the hot thing on him, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the 11 minute rule has something to do with the 11% it got on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, <laughs> um, the only thing that's Were they sad... cataloging Rotten Tomatoes scores back then? Oh, probably not, right? Oh, probably not. I don't believe in that shit. People pay for them ratings now, it's bullshit. Um, oh, I know. The only, the only thing that kind of makes us a little bit well sad i'm glad we got this movie and it, it's there to watch but this is probably the closest we're going to get to the like the batman animated episode was it the heart of ice yeah because um, uh, you'll probably know more better than me paul but was that was that the origin of this version of freeze's backstory it's hard to say um i was never a, a big freeze comic fan okay um but, but like you're right though because that exact scene where he makes the little like it's either like a snow globe mm. in the cartoon i can't quite remember but he fashions a little norma mm. out of ice mm. like that exact scene is in this movie just um the music's really nice though but mm. like arnie doesn't yeah. give it like the gravitas of like <laughs> you know i know in the comics yeah. the, the when norm when his wife like, gets cured she becomes a bigger dick than uh, Doctor Freeze. She becomes more evil. Amazing. So she becomes a bigger vil- villain. Um, oh no! So... Which is not Killer Frost, though. No, 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 no. That, that, <laughs> Killer no. Frost. Um, did you know that George Clooney was not the original choice? I did oh, know, I but, I I, but, I, but I couldn't remember who the had. Obviously, obviously, Val Kilmer was going to be yeah, continuing carried on. on. Mm-hmm. Carrying it on, and when he dropped out, they went with someone. They wanted to go with someone who I and I still. I, I thought of myself when I saw the name. Holy shit, that's amazing! But I don't think he would have done as well. It was David Duchovny. All right. Oh, okay. I could For see David that Co- back then. <laughs> back then, however, Batman and Aliens. He was, he was not <laughs> only the first choice for this Batman. He was Nolan's first choice for Batman Begins. Right. <laughs> Wait, so I'm Dukofny not sure if the time is on wanted that works out. by the Batman franchise. I know. Um, after Kilmer pulled out, they offered Keaton it again. Keaton, tu- Keaton, Keaton said, Keaton, "Fuck Keaton, no." Keaton turned it down. <laughs> um, but I think, as, as, you, as you said, for Commissioner Gordon, I think Kurt Russell would have been a, a decent Batman. Yeah, you want. I think. I think that would have been interesting. Well, that's what I, that's that's where I thought it was going when I was reading the stuff about how he wanted to because obviously he made the agreement that this is how he would do the movie, um. But on the back of the fact that the next one would be this, mm-hmm. and it would be a, and I thought when I saw Kurt Russell's name and I was scanning through, I was like, Kurt Russell's Batman that'd be fucking amazing. But then I was thinking Kurt Russell's Commissioner Gordon again. That would be let's just put Kurt Russell in all of it. Yes, like playing every <laughs> single role because that'd have been so cool. <laughs> But yeah, like the this Commissioner Gordon, I think, was in the Burton ones as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the same one. Yeah, yeah, the one he's just like, Batman, look out! (laughs) He's very very (laughs) sixties. When they get the little thing popped up and he's on the Batmobile, like things, it's good. Yeah, Mister Freeze is here. You got to look after him. See, it was very. 
Makes you um, go get you, see? In friggin' Poison Ivy, like, comes this close to killing him and then just decides not to, like, leave him alone because uh, she's, like, feels bad for him, I guess. Let's play devil's advocate here. So if yeah. they did continue with Batman... Like after mm. after this one, and the recast them. Who like think about it's mm. this was late. Uh, this was nineteen eighty seven, is it? Ninety seven. Okay, so we're going so from like ninety ninety eight, ninety nine, early two thousands. Who would you okay. have cast as Batman if they could have mm. anyone? Because I've got one that I think at that time it would be a slightly older Batman, but I think it'd be quite interesting. Brad Pitt. He, that was where my mind went to. He was like the biggest like heartthrob, wasn't he, mm. at the time? I think it would be a very, after after his performance in Seven. I think he would mm. have been an interesting uh, Bruce Wayne. I think he's yeah. I think he's got the grit to pull it off. Mm-hmm. I think he's got the charisma and the funniness and quirkiness to be Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. But I also think he's got obviously the flip side of him to mm. do Batman. That's not actually a bad shout. That. I don't know if this um, is just in my head because of the Tommy Lee Jones uh, connection, yeah. but I could see them trying to like give it to Will Smith event, like uh, eventually because yeah. his stock was so high around yeah. that time. So high. I think if he'd um, asked for it, he would have got it. Didn't he get offered <laughs> yeah. uh, Captain America? For, that would have been, yeah. been really cool, I yeah. think. But that obviously, like awesome. you said, this tanked everything that was in the yeah. pipeline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another interesting fact this is the second movie where the Batman star is not first build. Right. So obviously oh. Jack Nicholson is yes. the first one. Arnie the was second first. One, was, yeah. Arnie is first build on this. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like on the box, like it had like everyone's big name up there. Didn't it? Like mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uma Thurman, <laughs> like everyone on, on like, the, everyone the, the George VHS cover. Right <laughs> Oh, um, but George. I really feel I really feel sorry for George. He, he actually refunded people on the back, like when they were going to see this movie and stuff. Oh, he shouldn't have done that. And was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He has nothing to apologize when it comes to this movie. He played Batman. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt about it. The decisions that were made are not made through him. Yeah. He. Mm-hmm. Put, I think Clooney is a fantastic actor. Don't get us wrong. I'm not going to go out of my way to go and see anything. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go, oh, I need to see the next George Clooney movie. But I am always thoroughly surprised when I see him because of his yeah. his range and the way that he can deliver dialogue yeah. is just perfect. And I think he played a, a really good, I mean, he's no Val Kilmer, but I really feel like he played a good part. <laughs> I wouldn't mind yeah. if, like, say if they ever did go back to Batman Beyond. Like, say, if there weren't, going to go back with Michael Keaton I would be happy for Clooney to play that kind of role like the shut in yeah. from the, the comics and uh, I've, I've forgotten mm-hmm. his name now the young uh, the young Batman what was he called? Oh Terry McInnes Terry McInnes that's the one it'd be, it'd be the interesting one he's going to be the hard one to actually recast because people aren't really familiar with him but mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. it has to be like quite a, a like a young punk and stuff but it's yeah that, that story is weird though because I feel like it would be really cool to do like the old Batman mentor thing, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think if they try to cram the whole Terry McGinnis story into one movie, it would be nuts no. because <laughs> it turns out there's you know like genetic manipulation stuff, yeah. and it's all like a Cadmus plot, and like there's a lot of <laughs> it goes a bit crazy. It's not, it's technically not not really a new Batman if uh, <laughs> in that case. Why don't sense. we Why don't we just start small and just correct on screen, Barbara? <laughs> they've tried yeah. but the fucking the, the, the film's there the Warner Brothers oh, won't release it, <laughs> it out. Do you think Absolutely. it'll ever leak? No. Like, 
the, the, no. the, the, they've the, probably the, they've probably burnt this by now. The, I think they're scared to release it because I, I, if the rumors are true, it the you know the TV show Bat, uh, Batwoman we got was actually mm. worse than the Batgirl <laughs> apparently. So, yeah. um, I just I just want an on-screen version of, of Barbara Gordon. Of Barbara Gordon, of the red-headed Barbara Gordon, who, you know... justice. I do. After that, Jake, it was awful. Her delivery <laughs> was just... Oh, it was horrible. I, it... I, read, I read some weird stuff about this as well, because, like, Batman and Robin, because it came out in the time when they were still doing movie novelizations mm-hmm. uh, that were often seen as canon, but then had to have some extra, like, fluff in them, um, you know, just to, like, drag out the book a bit. Mm-hmm. And apparently they were going to retcon the alfred's niece thing mm. and try and make it to be like actual batgirl barbara. as in like barbara gordon, gordon. i don't know what yeah. uh, what exactly they were gonna do but apparently there was like there was talk of like a third in this because like, like you can kind of tell they were setting up like oh, now oh we've got, yeah now we got uh, like you know three heroes mm-hmm. um and we've got a bunch of people locked in Arkham. They might have tried to pay Jim Carrey again to get him to come back or something. Yeah, did you apparently see that? Um... Apparently yeah. the Scarecrow was mentioned in the book as well, mm. as being in Arkham oh. in that universe, but yeah. The the, the room in Arkham where the where Bane pulls yeah. the wall off, did everyone like, I yeah, kind of so... paused to have a look to see what I could so see. You could and... see all yeah. the little, little interesting yep. trinkets and stuff. Mm. So, apparently yeah. there was a, apparently the, the only other ones that weren't like Two-Face and Riddler there was like yeah. there was like a doll which people were like, oh, oh it might be like Scarface's Scarface. like homemade like puppet that he's got in Arkham or something, um, and I think there was a big clock and everyone was like, well, it looks a bit Alice in Wonderlandy <laughs> that clock, so it might be a Mad Hatter prop. Um, oh, I just wanted to say quickly about the Bane actor. Um, he sort of tragically passed away about oh. two months after this came out. What? Um. And he, he was like a WCW wrestler, and I think he was possibly in his like fifties ish at this time. Um, wow. Long, long time steroid user though, but like he knew mm. all of the the big wrestlers, um, Hulk Hogan, Davy Boy Smith, and puzzlingly James Khan all spoke at his funeral. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, oh wow. But he seems like he was kind of like he wasn't like a horrible guy or anything, like from all mm-hmm. reports, but very like troubled life he was like too big to go downstairs and stuff like that like you know he was he he had so much muscle mass that it was like impacting him pretty badly obviously it works visually for a movie because there is no pattern on that man yeah that 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 look that look looks good because you that that's an actual human being that is not someone who was like in a padded i do love the pin on veins as well though that that was quite amusing at certain times yeah (laughs) it makes him look it makes him look gross like when his hands are like round the the necks and stuff like he looks disgusting he kind of reminds me of that mountain guy that was in game of thrones Mm. like because he looks impossibly big as well doesn't he yeah, yeah, because yeah, he is impossible. He's massive. He's I mean, perfect there's, there's, for Ben. <laughs> he is, yeah, that's true. Um, I can't believe I didn't read that. Like, that's normally something my eye instantly picks up to. Yeah, well, it is. it's um, um, he's not, he's not very. He had a bad run in WCW. He got involved in that whole. Uh, Paul, will remember this? Like the the secret group of monster men that were trying oh, to stop Hogan. Yeah, um, <laughs> and he 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 was the one called the final solution, and oh, apparently. Wow apparently they didn't know about the connotations of that phrasing 
um, <laughs> which I find hard to believe yeah. out of a you know WCW, but um, got changed to like Ultimate Solution, but he was dropped fairly uh, quickly from yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> For me, I, 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 that's like such a sad story, though. Like, see, I know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Every, like, apparently, like all the people on the cast made friends with him and stuff. Like, yeah. they were all like dead shocked. It wasn't as if he was just like, you know, unnamed like guy who just you know, yeah. none of the actors talk to mm-hmm. it seems like he made friends with a lot of people to have hulk hogan speak at your funeral James you have to Khan, have made like that. an impact oh, you've got to make an I, impression yeah, i could not find the con um Reference. link or anything somebody will know somewhere i'm guessing but it was just on wikipedia <laughs> wow um, for me for this movie it felt like I, I think as i was saying it's like so many different pieces and stuff i think if they went thought of it long term split the movie in two and just done first half was the like hint into freeze but then have mm. like the main story for leave freeze for the part two but then focus on like say poison ivy and being in the first one and then have like the fractured relationship with uh, bruce and uh like say and robin uh going through and leading into the second one uh, like part two and if they don't freeze and then they would have had the re- launching of Nightwing in that movie it mm. probably would have worked better for me and like would have been probably mm. more successful for the franchise yeah because yeah. Robin like while you had the moment where Robin was like like I'm going off on my own he didn't have time to go and do anything on his own because yeah. like it was a two hour movie mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> yeah like back. <laughs> the, like you're right, Paul. They probably could have had all the poison ivy madness could have mm-hmm. like caused Freezer's accident, like in the background, like you know, mm-hmm. and then that would have made a little bit more sense. And especially how it was like her only plan was like, I want to kill all the the mammals on the yeah. planet. Yeah, but she wanted to kill everyone, which would which potentially would have included herself. Eventually. Oh, she, she's mother. She saw herself as Mother Nature, though. Yeah, but then she'd have been really fucking lonely and cold. Um, yeah, and I was just um, thinking, you've not thought this plan through, have you? I, so our only way to do that, I guess, she saw was to make Freeze so angry that he would also be down for <laughs> killing all of the anyone who's not a super cold freak man. Yeah. <laughs> I've just thought of the actress whose voice she kept reminding us of, um, Mae West. Ah, uh, yes. Why don't you come up and see me sometime? So um, when we like to do these reviews, we always like mm-hmm. to do them like out of five. So I'll go to Jake yeah. first. So what would you rate this out of five? I'd give it a, a strong four out of five because mm-hmm. like the acting is bad, but I was like thoroughly entertained yeah. like all the yeah. way through. Like it didn't feel <laughs> like it didn't feel like a long movie to me. No. Um um but yeah like there was definitely bad acting can't deny it there was so there was those really cheesy scientists as well that stuck out that were like like hanging <laughs> off the like the, the thing at the end oh no that really is that was one thing that did annoy us is like they've been frozen and, and melted and it was like are you okay there guys we're hanging on like, yeah like it's all puns like, <laughs> like, like why even, she run? Like, even she people who are about to die yeah and she's, she had an opportunity to run like between him getting frozen like that from that gun yeah. to him being for she could have literally ran and she just stood there and screamed and yeah. I was like, Well you deserve <laughs> that now. You taught that's totally all on you. So, so yeah, like strong strong four for entertainment value, but like I obviously couldn't say it's perfect because mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there There's... could have definitely been some acting improvements. Yeah. What about you, Sammy? <laughs> I am going to go four point five. 
Ooh. Are you, you on points. crack? <laughs> no, are you going to disallow the points? <laughs> no, he's not. Um, Making us a ten-point scale now. <laughs> uh, we'll go up just a little higher. Uh, no, I, I, I really enjoyed this movie for what it was. Um, I got some really good conversations out of it. You're, you're getting worse than Lee for your ratings now. Lee, Lee's banned no, from giving his ratings. Ever, cause, cause, don't cause... you dare compare me to Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's like, everything's a five. I love everything. Except from the crow. No, except just, from the crow. I, um, except for, yeah. Turn, get, get him out. Um, so, no, I, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not great. But what I took from it, what I got from it, I want to give it that extra little little mm-hmm. nudge because i thought this was really fun i don't know if i would have felt that when it first came out i generally mm-hmm. don't because i never watched it this is my i'm ashamed to admit it this is my first time viewing um, that's cool though <laughs> that you got to keep it this long <laughs> yeah we're I only to cherry it. guys <laughs> they did it. i mean that's going to happen a lot over the next few months with our movie choices um but i watched the val kilmer one last year and mm-hmm. fell thoroughly in love with that like i really did like val kilmer is my batman i think if you can if you're not like paul and you, you're okay with jim carrey i think forever is a stronger like mm-hmm. one shot mm-hmm. film that you can just yeah. watch without knowing anything yeah do you totally know there's agree. a there's an actually uh, the val kilmer uh, one the, the they call it the schumacher cut there's actually a three-hour version of the film that's out there <laughs> really there's there's there's, there's well, a different ver- a hold of this. There's, there's a different version of the film kevin smith's talked about because he's actually seen it but there's been <laughs> predictions everything for people to release the schumacher cut of batman forever and it's supposed to be like close to three three and a half hours long i'd watch <laughs> okay. it i mean we all watch justice league so why would we not watch this um, I yeah, did I'm not down, watch I'm... Justice League, by the way, don't tell me the flat brush. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jake. Well, I haven't even seen the shortened is. version of it, I don't think. Have you not? I don't know. Jake is still playing. I am sticking with my 4.5. I just, hmm. I, I, I took a lot out of it. I got a lot out of it and I'm happy for it. I'm happy to have watched it. So mine, I'm going to be, I'm going to sound like a right harsh pass now. That's probably 2.5, just because <laughs> of the legacy. Uh, it's not as bad as... The 1989 version. I'm sorry, that is the worst Batman film that has ever been made. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I will die. I will, I will die on that sword. <laughs> Anyone who thinks that is the Joker, you can get fucked. Um, wow. But, but um, and we will have that conversation many a times over. But, Probably. Um, and I, again, I know we haven't talked about it, but one of my biggest disappointments about this movie as well, and because it's only because the films that came before have such amazing soundtracks. This soundtrack this isn't isn't great it's like no. if you think about the ones that we've got before we've got like you two smashing pumpkins uh prince to do like say the soundtrack for the other batman films oh, right we didn't get like a batman song no. for this movie and it, it's kind of like a bit of a letdown but overall what, what i will what i will say is i love the actual orchestral score mm. it, it is kind of the same as forever but i really like the batman theme for this because like I, I, was... I'm not the biggest Tim Burton Batman theme fan, but mm. I like this yeah. one, and I like Shirley Walker's one as well. But um, yeah, well, this it was by design that they didn't do a, they didn't have a like a song to take into the charts and like you know promote the movie because again, it they, they didn't want that to distract away from the toys. It literally <laughs> just was a toy. It was it was just one long movie made to advertise toys. The toys. That's all it was. Toys. 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 Not albums. <laughs> Get those out of Just there. Toys. <laughs> but yeah, but um, like there's so many elements that they got right, and they're almost 
like I say, got like they got the casting right for one. That was that. That's the important thing when it comes. And like I say, I'll, I'll, I think I'll mark it down for Barbara because they did Barbara dirty, and Chris O'Donnell. Well, he's a bit of a sex pest, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> he definitely see... comes across it. In oh this, yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and this I was like in real life, is he? Wow. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> uh, there's been rumours. Allegedly, he's a dick. Alle- yeah. Yes, remember the alleged words. Um, <laughs> but I, I wanted to re- I recommend something that I actually um, saw when I was getting my version of this to watch. There is an amazing documentary on the creation of Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about Bill Finger. Mm-hmm. I really urge people to go and watch it because that man needs to be <sighs> sung from the high tops. Bob Kane, get in the bin. Apparently, there's a, um, apparently there's some kind of documentary on the makeup of this movie as well. Mm. Which Is there really? Be, which might be worth digging out uh, for Sammy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because apparently it was that wrestler guy's last credited appearance as archive footage like a couple of years after the movie came out so mm-hmm. i don't know oh, if that wow. was just like a vhs extra or something but that mm-hmm. might if we can but find that that'd be interesting that would be really interesting the um i really do recommend that documentary though mm-hmm. it's so interesting to see that the creation of batman the actual yeah. real creation not the what bob kane has been telling you for years <laughs> the actual genuine Bill Finger creation of Batman because yeah. it is incredibly interesting, cool. um. So I do recommend that one. But yes, so I don't know if any of you have got anything else you just want to mention. I am all out of notes. I am. I have kind of decompressed, and <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I've got it all out now. I feel good about myself. <laughs> she has exercised the demons. Oh, I yes. really <laughs> have. That has been like sitting with me. Are you quoting Jim Carrey there, Paul? <laughs> From Liar Liar. <laughs> no, it was Ace Venture, wasn't it? Um, no, but um, I'd, I'd like to thank Paul and Sammy for indulging me with this episode. Anytime. This was fantastic. <laughs> to be fair, when, we... when we've got the list, we've got some indulgent ones for Jake. I think we've got. Uh, like we've we've got well for Sammy's Turtles two coming up, we've got oh, yeah. um the Super Mario Brothers movie, not the new oh, one, my the God, yeah. uh, the in. old one, and we've got Street Fighter coming up as well. Yeah, so. I think I'd I think I'd mentioned we should uh, talk about like the Blade trilogy. Yes, sometimes. yes. Absolutely. But to be fair though, that's not shit fantastic. That's just art. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, um, but I love your choices, Jake. I love. Whenever Jake's like, let's do this, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, because you've you've totally. I'm not going to pick something middling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you've totally like re- reignited my love of the turtles. I never thought like thought that would ever happen in a million years, but mm. I am fucking living a turtle fantasy at the minute. And I think that you might like Secret of the Ooze even yes, more. Oh. It, de- it depends wait. where you fall on the Gremlins versus Gremlins two side. Oh, she hates Gremlins, um, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Gremlins, and in what? Go Ninja, go Ninja, watch... go, go Ninja. Go, <laughs> the second ninja, one. Go. <laughs> My God, do I get to sing that song? I get yes, to sing yeah. that song that's on this vanilla, one. Vanilla, Vanilla Ice is there. Everyone's having it's a gonna party. It's going to be magical. <laughs> So, it's going to be so magical. So to give everyone the layout, because I know uh, a few people are taking time off, cough, cough, monsters and Trek. Uh, <laughs> I think that's sort of time off twats. Um, I, have a, I have a co-host who's worked her ass off this year. She oh, that's a... fine. <laughs> what have you done <laughs> for Paul lately? <laughs> <laughs> So I, was, I did say at the end of Monsters, I was like, and this is the goodbye. Actually, no, it's not a goodbye. I'm here every Sunday. <laughs> yes. So next week, we've got um, a special guest coming on and Sonya returning for Game of Thrones. So we're taking a trip to Westeros. 
We then have the Princess Bride review. This is for the wow. Christmas month. Then we've coming back, Return of the Nerds for Lord of the Rings. Um, yes, it's happening. I'm going to get it's shouted at for a few hours. Once in. more time, we're doing it again. Yes. Can't believe he's actually agreed to a second run of this. <laughs> um, then we've got the one of my favourites I'm excited for, this uh, the live-action One Piece. That's going to get yes. very interesting. You're going to have to do a rewatch because oh, I'm I, all I for that. I was just thinking the same thing. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing, and I was like, why am I arguing over that? Yes. Like, let's do this. <laughs> uh, then we've got the end of year review. So we'll talk about yes. like things we've loved, the things that's changed. Probably then... one piece more. Just yes. extend, this... um... <laughs> extend the episode. <laughs> then January, we're starting off with Turtles 2. So the secret of ooze. Then we've got Serenity. Then we're going to anime with Spirited Away. So that's going to be so interesting, especially yes. from like mine and Paul's perspective. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got Dexter. Then after that, we've got uh, Robocop, which I'm so excited for. Uh, one of my personal favourite films, Almost Famous, which we're going to be talking about. I'll probably get a bit mm-hmm. emotional during that one. And one of the best comic book films I've I, I, filmed-wise or looks-wise that's ever been made, Watchmen, we're going to be doing. Uh, wow. Batteries not Watchmen. Yeah, Batteries not, re- not included, going to the 80s. <laughs> Breakfast Club, Blade, Blues Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Blade Runner. Inner Space, <laughs> Willow, St- Street Fighter, and Knives Out. That's just the list that we've that got so far. Is, That's how exciting are their movies. And I hope you are, <laughs> hope you nerds as well are enjoying our little bit of reviews because we've taken a, a while to get a hang of it. We went from explaining the whole movie, which was fun, but it didn't really seem like it was a point. But yeah. getting our views and what we like about these things, I'm loving this so far. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping you're enjoying it as well. Because I am, mm-hmm. I am loving the fact that I am watching. You know how I've always had this list, mm-hmm. but now I have to watch this list because yeah. the ones that I have included into the reviews for next year, I have not seen mm-hmm. any of them. Mm-hmm. Batteries not included is one of mine, and I'll probably hear my husband drop something in a minute because he hates the fact I have not seen this. That's he an interesting it... one because that wasn't one I watched a lot growing up, but people speak very highly of it. So mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see like how it holds up twenty twenty three. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I've even bought it on DVD for us to watch. It's still sitting there. <laughs> still sitting there. Still haven't watched it. Shed am... tears over it right now. <laughs> I am the worst. So yes, I am so excited for where we're going with next year. It's going to yes. be great. Yes. And everyone watch Monarch Legacy of Monsters. It is fucking amazing. Dinosaur be Godzilla. Week. But yes. Uh, <laughs> so yes. Uh, join Sammy and Dan tomorrow for talking about uh, the, the very Christmas movie, Black Christmas. Uh, it's a very happy tale about people getting uh, <laughs> killed with carrier bags hey. over faces and stuff. Uh, should have made them watch like the Santa Claus or something. <laughs> yeah, we should have like took. We and just pretend went, like, really it's a horror movie. Ironic. <laughs> we should have yes. went really ironic with it and did like the most cheery like Arthur Christmas or something like that. But just um, like t- like twisted every moment you could to see yes. how like horrifying it was. <laughs> like, Tomorrow's episode is the last one of the year for Monsters. We are back on the 8th of January. You will see it all tomorrow. It takes a lot of weird turns. I'm not going to lie, but it is a fantastic episode um, of the movie that inspired mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Leave it at that. Yes. So, yes, uh, we have a few things w- like we're working on as well. We're going to try and get some guests on, some local uh, vendors, local uh, creators as well, just to like 
do what we've done in the past, just get them to talk about themselves and give us a bit of information. Don't forget as well, Jake and Adam on the Ramblecast, what, mm. what are you talking about this week, Jake? Oh, this week we uh, we're actually got our first guest. And it's, um, oh, wow. It's, it's the the amazing captain, or we might have to change him to Commander Goodwill just for this one. <gasps> the filthy um, animal. You've got talking... Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, and we're talking Mass Effect as well, which is a lot like oh, Star amazing. Trek. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> yes. and, Excellent. And if you catch Jake when he's been twitching with his lovely uh, better half, Natalie, is, is absolutely hilarious as well. So if they do twitch uh, at any time, I fully recommend... Uh, yeah. checking them out just seeing Natalie We're, kick your yeah. ass <laughs> I, was, to... I was um I was uploading them to the website and yeah. I watched more of that episode than I intended to because <laughs> I couldn't turn it off <laughs> I would like to play more WarioWare because uh, we we busted that out this weekend with some friends of like for the four player and that was equally hilarious <laughs> but yeah like I, I we'd, we've been doing Saturday nights and I've been trying to do more like multiplayer stuff so it's not just the same like mm-hmm. games you see everybody yeah. streaming Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's cool. been fun. A bit less, a bit less good on the audio front because we usually stand in back there somewhere <laughs> sharing a microphone. Um, but yeah, no, we're having lots of fun on the Twitch, and um, it, it's all been good. Thanks to everyone who's been watching and who yes, gifted me you. subs uh, subscriptions for my birthday. That was very nice of you. Ah, yes, <laughs> and yes, um, trying to think, I'll probably be jumping on Twitch at some point to play a bit more Phantasmophobia because you nerds seem to like it you weird fuckers yeah um, it did really yeah. it did really good numbers like there was there's plenty of people watching watching me <laughs> shit myself and fucking raymond was attacking it is the bastard being <laughs> hilarious watch you scream mind um, <laughs> please remember to like share and subscribe all of the audio for every episode that we do whether it be trek Jake's Rumble. Am I saying this right, Jake? Jake's Rumble Cast. Uh, we it? call it something different every time. We've, we've oh. taken to calling it the Gun Rumble Cast now because of Game of Gun Rumble. That's oh, okay. very silly. <laughs> um, but, the everything, everything that we do podcast yep, trekking monsters. Yeah, all up on a Tuesday, audio wise for any of you. Spotify and iTunes listeners, and just a bit of a challenge for anyone who's watching as well. The nerds will be carrying stickers on them. They should be carrying stickers on them wherever they go. Always. I've Always. got fucking stickers and business cards. Just So, yeah, if you, if you see a you. Sammy, if you see a Jake, <laughs> if you see a Goodwill, even if you see a me, give us a little tap and say, can I have a sticker? And I'll give you a sticker. Not in a creepy way. We'll give you a nice sticker. I, yes. I'll give you a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the exclusive collectibles, you can only find them by <laughs> shaking just, us down in real life. Just, just don't ask <laughs> Lee for his because Lee's a bootleg, so Lee's a dodgy fucker. So, yeah, yeah Lee's, a, Lee's, a not, Lee's not ours. Honestly, the quality on ours is so good. Lee's are unsettling and uh, the bad things get done yes. with them in pictures online. There's one of my oh, stickers. Oh, that looks there. excellent. Yes, yeah, looks so good. Yes. So yes, so I've enjoyed tonight as for so much fun. So yes, same bad time, same bad channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye.